0: Chapter 4. What came next was out of the blue, even for his expectations. First years in full-fledged work-study internships. The ones with provisional licenses, anyway. While everyone else chatted on about it, Izuku sat back quietly, thinking to himself, a real internship would be a true godsend, on the one hand. He'd have information and territory practically handed to him, on the downside, it would leave him with that much less time in his side work. There was a lot to think about. Izawa interrupted his musings by having third-year student speakers come in, introducing them as U.A.'s the big three. Tamaki Amajiki, a socially anxious shy boy, Nijirihado, a bubbly excited girl with the attention span of a hamster, and Mirio Togara, a tall ray of sunshine who made everyone want to smile with terrible jokes. Izuku found himself indeed smiling. He could tell right away that they were all top-contending upperclassmen from past U.A. sports festivals and access to school student forum. But he could see now that Mario was something special. Some of his own classmates didn't really seem to catch on all that well, not getting as good to read on them, until Mario came up with something fun for them to do. How about you all take me on at once? With Aizawa's permission, everyone suddenly found themselves in Gym Gamma in their gym uniforms, including the big three. Is this for real? Sero asked, watching Mirio stretch out. Tamaki stood facing the wall, muttering how Mirio shouldn't break their bodies midway through first year. Nijiri called out for him not to smash their spirits too bad. Mirio just smiled and asked who was going first. Aizawa's eyes immediately went to Izuku. Who was standing off to the side with Todoroki out of the way? Midoriya, you are not participating. His legitimate surprise made the rest of the class look over. Izuku leaned against the wall, arms crossed. I want to see what's going to happen first, he replied, eyes shining with interest. No way a third year would challenge a class of semi-experienced first years without something to back him up. The rest of 1A's guards went up a bit more, eyeing Mirio more seriously now, something that didn't escape either Mirio or Aizawa. Bakugo didn't seem to care either way and immediately went on the offensive, swinging his sparking fist at Mirio's head, only to be distracted when Mirio's gym uniform fell right off his body. And then his hand slipped right through Mirio's head. Bakugo barely caught his balance before turning to glare at the upperclassmen, scowling. A phasing quirk. He growled to himself, then jumped out of the way as his classmates with longer-range abilities fired off attacks. Only Bakugo was close enough to see Mirio apparently vanish a mere moment before they hit. Across the room, Mirio suddenly appeared behind Jiro. Long-range attackers go first, he shouted, and then proceeded to take down the bulk of the class with swift, Almost effortless ease. One good hit each that lasted a mere second and a half before he grabbed his gym uniform pants and put them back on. Aizawa did not look surprised in the least. This is a good learning opportunity, everyone, he called out to the suffering students. Get it beaten into you early. Mario Tagata is the closest to being the top hero, including the pros. Todoroki stared out at the upperclassmen in awe. He took down over half of us in the blink of an eye. He breathed. "'You're not going to try your luck,' Aizawa asked, arching a brow. "'No way you're not gunning for top spot, too. "'I don't have my provisional license,' Todoroki replied distractedly, "'not seeming to care about that at this point. "'Aizawa could respect that level of maturity, and turned to ask Midoriya the same, "'his question dying on his tongue when he saw the boy almost vibrating with anticipation, "'eyes gleaming with hunger. "'It was honestly sort of worrying. "'Just the melee fighters left.' Mirio said, giving the standing combatants a smile. This guy is insane! Kirishima cried, looking apprehensive with a smallish tinge of excited. Phasing? Warping? He's just too much! He's invincible! Invincible my ass! Bakugo shouted, launching himself at Mirio. No one is invincible! He swung his arm at Mirio, who vanished from the line of fire in an instant. And Bakugo suddenly found himself kissing the floor hard with a quick, effective chop to the back of his head. Bakugo! Kirishima's yelp of worry was silenced as he himself and the rest of the class, Sans Midoriya and Todoroki, were put down hard, everyone wallowing in their own pity-pain party. Nijeri smiled, hopping over to Tamaki. He's gotten stronger, don't you think? She chirped. Mirio's been strong since he was a kid. Tamaki muttered. He needs to learn to hold back. Mirio gave them all a friendly wave. I just barely had my privates hidden for you ladies' sakes, he called out, fishing around for his uniform top. Now- my turn. Izuku walked out to a clear spot on the gymnasium floor, stretching out his arms and smiling eagerly. Midoriya, no, Kaminari whined. Save yourself. Nah, even if I get my butt kicked, I won't know anything until I try, he said. And isn't that the point of internship? Experience? Sympathy pain only gets you so far. Mirio laughed. You're a real go-getter, he said, returning a smile of his own. All right then, problem child, let's see what you got. Izuku grinned back. Only fools go for an opening like that. Good thing my middle name is fool. You don't have a middle name, silly! Ninjiri piped up from the sidelines. At the same time, Mirio appeared to vanish, leaving his gym uniform behind. Sight. Breath. Mind. Blend. Izuku quickly stepped to the side and the instant Mirio came up from the floor behind him a fist missing his head by a hair's breath and quickly shifting out of the direct eyesight of Mario. Sight, breath, mind, blend. He kept his eyes on Mario, seeing the older boy look surprised for only a moment before turning back to excited and vanishing again. This time, Izuku saw Mario slide through the floor, phasing, but he comes up in an instant, Izuku thought, next to a target or behind them, knowing where they are. Izuku took a step forward before making a jump back, and Mirio appeared where he would have been had he kept that step forward and leveled a kick at the older boy. His leg went through Mirio's head, and Mirio reached up to grab Izuku's ankle and hammer throw him to the floor, keeping him pinned. Not gonna lie, problem child, you actually surprised me, he said. Izuku turned his head, emerald eyes shining. You gotta tell me how you made your quirk work, he gasped, unconcerned at all with having his breath pile driven out of his lungs. A buggy quirk that was honed with hard work and experience in training and prediction. Someone who turned the faults of his quirk into the strongest aspect of it. Izuku definitely found a new role model. Mirio finished up his demonstration and speech by wholeheartedly encouraging them all to take a work study to gain more experience and confidence as heroes. So that was that, in Izuku's case. He was going to take it. He supposed it would depend where and with whom the internship would be, though. If he took this up, it would have to be someplace with prime real estate, with someone who had a trough of information to work with. Gran Torino came to mind, but he remembered that his second mentor's license was still revoked from the Hosu incident. Still, he figured the man had to know someone to direct him to. First years, sir, are hardy now, aren't they? Nidgeri chirped, walking alongside her friends back to their dorms. You kicked the crap out of them and they were grateful for it in the end. Except for the loud screaming boy, Tamaki muttered. Yeah, but I think they also saw my junk. Any of them catch your eye? Nedjuri asked. Mirio nodded, smiling. Yeah, he said. As always, problem child. He'd stay back to analyze, came in with his own strategy, and went in knowing he'd lose but still wanted to know how I functioned. And he actually had a counter to it! He grinned. Honestly, impressive. I'll bet he's someone, sir, would like. Why not have a chat with your mentor? Gran Torino told him over the phone. He's supposed to be giving it his all as an educator now that he's retired. He's the former number one with tons of contacts and doors open for you. Like his former sidekick. You want me to contact Sir Nighteye for your work study? Izuku nodded to All Might. Yes, he's one of the few heroes who worked under you, he replied. Gran suggested him. All Might nodded slowly. I see, he said. I can't. He quickly raised a hand at Izuku's heavy disappointment. Not to be mean, but for three reasons. One, I was one of the opposition to the first-year work study. Given all this heavy villain activity, there's no reason for first-years to have to do this now. Two, you should work on obtaining better control of your quirk. And three, it would just be too awkward for me. Mike, cut it out! He snapped at present Mike, who was laughing on the other side of the office desk wall. Izuku was silent for a moment. Villains won't care whether I'm a first-year student or a ten-year season pro, he said. What will have me succeed in a fight against one is experience, and that's what I'm trying to get. Trading and fighting are two different things, and for once, admittedly, I'm not trying to go out of my way to dive into villain brawling. Even if it's nothing but a work study of patrolling without a villain in sight, it's still experience for later in how an agency is run, how missions and team-ups are officiated, building connections for later. I don't want this work study to fight. I can honestly get enough of that if I piss Cockchon off on any given day. All might notice most of the other teachers, non-too-subtly nosing into the conversation from around the corner, and sighed, pinching the bridge of his nose. "I admire your conviction, kid," he said. "But you still won't get an introduction, at least not from me." Togata here is currently doing his work study under Sir Nairai. Izuku's eyes almost sparkled. "Are you really?" he breathed. Think of how serendipitous it was that his new role model had the mentor he was gunning for. Sir Naidai's agency was only a county away from Maloke, which is where he now had a reason to get close to. For a whole year now, Mario said. That practically guarantees you a spot in his agency, if he doesn't change his mind, yeah. So cool. All Might felt a smile tug at the corners of his mouth. As happy as he was still being Midoriya's hero, even after one-for-all having left him entirely, he was even happier that his boy found someone closer to his own age and with so many more years to go to be a role model. Ever in fate's favor that Mirio was Sir Nidai's choice to inherit one for all to begin with. They were very much alike, being looked upon by their classmates, bringing hope and determination to everyone around them with a smile that could illuminate a dark room. Yes, Mirio Togata would be a wonderful role model for Midoriya for years to come. So, what do you think, Togata? he asked the older boy. Do you think Midoriya has what it takes to work with Sir Nidai? Mirio blinked, then smiled. "'Oh, that's what this is about,' he said. "'You want me to introduce Midoriya to Sir?' He tipped his head. "'But why use me as a middleman? "'I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. "'He's always watching those old clips of yours.' All Might lowered his eyes somewhat ashamedly. "'I have no right to face him,' he said, "'especially since I ended up just as he warned me I would.' He ignored the looks the boys gave him and looked at Mirio. "'So, what do you think of Midoriya?' Mirio thought for a moment before looking at Izuku. Right. Well, what sort of hero do you want to become? He asked. Izuku held his look card, full of conviction. One that invokes change, he said without hesitation, so that those without power will still never feel powerless, so that those who are lost will have a way to be found, so no one will feel like they don't belong because of how different they are, and anyone willing will have a second chance. His fist tightened in his lap. So everyone hero and civilian, will know their duty to see the bad and work together to fix it. All Might felt a shiver run over him. He'd never heard Midoriya speak of anything like this before. But to have such will behind his words? My boy is not the only one with secrets, All Might. No, it was no secret that Midoriya was a fledgling beacon of justice who didn't have a bad bone, yet unbroken, in his body. If Midoriya was going to bring change, then it would be good, better change. Even Mirio looked touched by Izuku's words. I have no reason at all to refuse, he said, giving Izuku a thumbs up. Let's do it. Izuku beamed. Really? Yeah. I was just thinking the other day about how much Sir would like you. You'd be perfect. All might watch the boys talk again. The flicker of dark guilt he'd been feeling lightening at their shining presence. He'd always wanted to be a pillar of hope and justice for others to depend on. And he forged a persona around that ideal. These boys didn't have a persona. They were the real, true deal and would individually shine away any darkness around them by their own merits alone. Both of them working together? Nothing they couldn't accomplish. God, how he wished one for all could be evenly divided up. Had Midoriya come here on his own and he'd be forced to choose between the two boys from the beginning? He honestly didn't know if he would be able to without flipping a coin. Though deep down, Mirio being the more experienced of the two would have most likely received it. He sighed, the action going unnoticed by the two boys. He had a lot to think about.